Hello, you're listening to the Fridays Forever podcast. My name is Mike. And I'm Karen. And we are Fridays Forever. Thanks for joining us. All right. How are you this evening, Miss Friday? I'm good. Great. It is good to see you sitting across from me as we get ready to do the podcast here on a Friday evening. Yes. In East Tennessee. And we are looking forward to this. We got something great tonight. Uh, your article this week was amazing. Thank you. Five ways to center our marriage in Jesus. So I look forward to talking about that. But we always start off talking about some of our adventures, don't we? We do. So let's start off talking about one of your favorites. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. So Mike's decided this was his favorite adventure and video we've made uh, for our YouTube channel, Sausage Gravy in the Smokies in the Greenbrier area. Oh, man. Was that delicious? Mm-hmm, it was. So we took our black little, we got a small little Blackstone griddle and a cast iron skillet and go back in there and set it up in a um, little picnic area in the Greenbrier. You just follow the river all the way back through there. And it's, it's beautiful all the way back through mm-hmm. there, isn't it? You just turn off of 321, mm-hmm. um, bright. Before you get to Hungry Mother, Hungry Bear Barbecue. Barbecue. Yeah, it's yes. right around there, almost across the street from... Almost uh, across yeah. the street, yeah. yeah. But there's two of them out through there. It's the one that's on out 321 just a little bit uh, that you can um, that you can find it real easy. Yeah, so we set up on a picnic table, and we brought biscuits from home, but we fried up our sausage, um, yeah. a half pound of Jimmy Dean. Put a little flour in it. Regular sausage, yeah. Then we put a little milk in it. A little butter, too. Yeah, and pepper. Mm-hmm. And salt. Not a lot of salt, because no. we had a lot of... Um, sausage in there. Yeah. And we also scrambled up some eggs. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm telling you, folks, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I, I'm, I don't say that just because of where we were at. That definitely added to it. Right, the atmosphere and... That area. But that was good. It was. I mean, what's better than sausage gravy and a cast iron skillet back in the Great Smoky Mountains? Mm-hmm. We sure didn't leave hungry, did we? No. We met some <laughs> friends while we were there. Yes. Uh, the, they uh, had seen us on YouTube, and uh, we were kind of shocked because we were way back in the mountains there. But They, had, it was, they uh, were there for the Jeep invasion yeah. in Gatlinburg, and they had a Smoky Mountain Edition Jeep. It was nice, too. Mm-hmm. Wow, was that thing nice. So after we finished eating, Karen, we walked down to the river and looked around some and just looked at the beauty of God's creation. And then we drove around and crossed some bridges and ended up standing literally in the almost in the middle of the river on a rock, mm-hmm. which was kind of dangerous, if you ask me. But we made it happen. And uh, We didn't fall. We, no, we didn't. So did you enjoy that though, as much as I did? Yes, I, that was a fun adventure. Okay. And a tasty one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and, and we've shared with you before, but you can you can find all of our adventures at Fridays Forever. Just go to YouTube and put in Fridays Forever. And if you want to watch that video, it's there, and you can enjoy that. And then, Karen, um, we were going to talk about one others real quick, the arts and crafts community mm-hmm. in the Gatlinburg area. Which is out 321 also, isn't it? It is. And so there's a lot of neat 
art galleries and little quaint stores. And uh, we actually found one we don't remember seeing before, the Artsy Olive Oil. Yeah. The Artsy Olive Oil. And it was a neat little store where they do a lot of um, olive oils and seasonings and canned salsa and um, I think. She said our salsa, their salsa had moonshine in it. Yeah, they made it with uh, old smoky moonshine, mm-hmm. I think. But just really neat olives, and jars, and just different stuff. And I ended up buying a couple packs of soup mix. I bought chicken noodle and tomato basil. This is really, have, yeah, it's a really, really pretty back in there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It really is, and. Uh, our, one of our favorite places is back there, the broom shop. Ogle's Broom Shop. Yes, we bought a broom. We have a broom from there. Yeah, it's a neat handmade broom from mm-hmm. the Smoky Mountains. And uh, he's just continuing on uh, the legacy of mm-hmm. his family. And uh, that was uh, really, really interesting. And we visited a couple of uh, craft shops and mm-hmm. artsy and um, just a beautiful place back in there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And a bunch of cats. Hanging around. There's yeah. a whole family of cats that hang around. That's true. And we see the same one pretty much every time we go. Mm-hmm. So it's good to good to see that. But, you know, if you're looking to get away from Gatlinburg and the busyness, um, we really recommend going back in the arts and crafts community. It doesn't take you hardly any time from Pigeon Forge or Gatlinburg that you can um, drive over there and hang out with your mm-hmm. family. And we even found a place there where Karen got her a chai tea. And yes, and there was a place kind of in the back of that. Those shops that said ice cream and other stuff, but they weren't open. So you can get some little snacks. Yes. And a coffee shop. and Yes. And it's a pretty drive out through there, isn't it? It is. You know, that area in the Arts and Crafts community, is it's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, not like Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, but I think uh, over time it's going to continue to grow more and more, don't you? I do. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's our adventures we wanted to talk about. We will be right back with our journey to hope. Don't go anywhere. Hey, we'd love for you to be able to um, find us on all of our social media platforms. Of course, on YouTube, it's Fridays Forever. If you just type that in, we'll pop up. And that's where a lot of the adventures that we talk about here on the podcast, you can actually watch those and comment and make sure and hit that subscribe button. And we would appreciate that on Instagram. You can find us at Fridays Forever and the number two. We're often posting pictures there uh, throughout the week on our adventures and things like that. On Facebook, of course, it's Fridays Forever. Please come over there and like that page. We post pictures and a lot of other things, and we can talk back and forth. It's a good place to contact us through Messenger. And our email address is Fridays Forever, the number two at gmail.com Our mailing address is Fridays Forever P.O. Box 9024 Gray, Tennessee 37615 Okay, welcome back everybody It's time for our journey to hope And as we mentioned earlier, it's five ways to center our marriage in Jesus. If you don't know, Karen writes a blog post every week, and you can find her at karengirlfriday.com. 
But we always take her writings for the week and take a few minutes to discuss it in podcast form so that you can listen to it on the way to work or whenever that may be, right? Right. So Karen, five ways to center our marriage in Jesus. So our greatest hope in marriage is to center it in Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And I wrote on this article, Mike, my love story with Christ began when I was just 16, and that's when I gave my heart and life to Jesus as Savior and Lord. And then my love story with you, Mike, mm-hmm. of course, you ended up being my husband, began when I was 20 years old, so four years later, when you heard me share my Jesus story at a college event. And what crazy thing is, we were also in the sociology yeah. class called Marriage and Family. I know. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I still remember it just like it was yesterday. Yes. So since we're both uh, Christians, we became friends. And after a few months, we went on our first date. And Karen knows exactly what we had on. Mm-hmm. Down to Unbelievable. the shoes. Mm-hmm. 39 years ago. And dated over the next three years. Folks, I'm telling you, I had a hard time trying to uh, get her to decide I was the right one. But we did have a long engagement before we said I do. Yeah, but there's one thing that we've learned in marriage over the years. The only thing that gives marriage real hope is to center in Jesus Christ. Because Mm -hmm. when we, as individuals, accept Jesus as Savior, He wants us to center every area of our lives in Him, around Him. So it just goes on and makes good spiritual and biblical sense to keep Jesus center in our marriage, too. Awesome. So here are five ways to keep Jesus center in our marriage. Number one, Karen, run to Christ for deep and wide and high love. So Jesus Christ is the only source of authentic love. Now, we we may know this truth, but we often forget to go to the source of real love, Karen. I think many times in our marriages and even in our personal lives, and then we find ourselves looking to other things, you know, especially our spouse, for what only Jesus can provide. Mm-hmm. That puts a lot of expectation mm-hmm. and pressure on our spouse, on each other. That really does. Yeah, but going to Jesus helps us live satisfied with love from the Savior. And then this love in our marriage becomes a byproduct of a much deeper and a more authentic love because we ran to Christ. Mm-hmm for the best love. That's why I love Ephesians three eighteen and 19. It says that you may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I love that passage also. So that's number one, Karen. Number two is to center our marriage in true love. And, of course, um, I know probably all of our listeners is very familiar with 1 Corinthians 13. Probably heard it read at a wedding or maybe sang at your own wedding. But it tells us what love is and what love is not, right? So love is patient, it says. It's kind, rejoices with the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things, and never ends. I love that part. Mm -hmm. But then, time out. Love is not, it says, envious, boastful, arrogant, rude, demanding of its own way, irritable, resentful, 
and rejoicing in wrongdoing. Yeah, so we, we let the love of Christ shine through us in our marriage. His love can be seen in our eyes, heard in our words, and felt in our touch even. So a heart beating in rhythm to the love of Christ helps draw an unbelieving spouse of Jesus and a believing one closer to Christ. That's so true. So center our marriage in true love. Number three, Karen, is resolve to make our personal walk with Jesus stronger than ever. And that's that's really intentional on each of our parts because it's only in Christ that all things hold together from Colossians one seventeen. Mm-hmm. It says in him all things hold together. So we develop a plan to grow our relationship with God as part of our daily routine. We spend time alone talking with God, praying, reading scripture, and worshiping. Both husband and wife doing this makes for a strong centered marriage centered in Jesus. Yeah, so marriage grounded in the true love of Christ and founded on biblical principles. Number four, look to the Holy One in holy matrimony, Jesus. Because in the Bible, we see how Jesus modeled love with serving and holiness, Karen. Yeah, although godly examples of marriage help us in what to strive for, Jesus provides the opportunity to experience this type of holy matrimony, and it's through getting to know him intimately and modeling his life and ways as we follow him daily. So we might have, and you may have, some great godly holy couples that have a strong marriage that you can look to Mm -hmm. in your life. And that's great, but Jesus provides the best model and what it looks to really love people, to love someone like our spouse, and to serve them, and to be holy in our marriage. So we look to Jesus as our model of holiness and serving. Then we understand that hope in our marriage is really a person. His name's Jesus. And we ask ourselves these reflections, these questions, do I carry my cross daily in my walk with the Lord? And what about in my marriage? You know, that would be a whole nother podcast, but just to think about what would it look like to carry our cross in a marriage? Yeah. And you know, I know a lot of people listen to this before we get to number five and maybe they just need to hear uh, a little bit of hope Mm -hmm. that you are going to be able to get through this with the help of Christ. If you center everything on him, right? right? And I think we're in a world and a time right now where not only marriages, but our children and so many different things, there seems to be no hope. Mm-hmm. And we know there is great hope in, in Christ. We know that he's returning for those of us who are his. And so it's important that we have this relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Number five, Karen, is center our marriage on biblical principles. Now, in Genesis two twenty four, of course, points us to the start of any marriage. A man leaves his parents, holds fa- holds fast to his wife, and they become one flesh. And then in Ecclesiastes 4.12 reminds us that a strong marriage is the union of a husband, wife, and the Lord. And a cord of three strands is not easily broken. Yeah, and then Ephesians 5 adds to that, Mike, like in verse 25, it says, It encourages husbands to love wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And then verse 22 in Ephesians 5 teaches wives to view husbands as their head and both husband and wife to see Christ as the head of the church and head of their marriage. 
Yeah, so center our marriage in Jesus, Karen. That's that's our goal here, right? And we yes. want to learn from the one who created marriage how to not only survive in marriage, but to thrive, as, you're, as you put in your writings here. Mm-hmm. And we can think to ourselves and all you listeners out there, which point speaks the most to you? And maybe you would add a point. So let's review those. We First, we run to Christ for deep and wide and high love. Two, we center our marriage in true love. Three, we resolve to make our personal walk with Jesus stronger than ever. Four, we look to the Holy One in holy matrimony, Jesus. And then finally, five, we center our marriage on biblical principles. Yeah, so maybe you want to take a minute and just ask the question, which of those points speaks the most to you? And what would you add to this? If you want to send us a comment, feel free to do that. We so thank you for joining us on today's podcast, Karen. Until next time, we're Fridays forever. Goodbye, everybody. Good night.